I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business. Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Dirt on Flowers podcast. I, uh, I'm, we're very grateful to have you guys back with us for um, another episode. And yes. to, today we're going to be talking about our um, CSA subscriptions and how, how we run them on our farms. But before we jump into there, um, how, how'd your morning go on the farm? You've been busy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. We um, are making, we have a couple markets tomorrow. So our market season is like really going to start amping up once our summer flower starts. So we have two markets tomorrow. So we're making bouquets and we're still kind of in that weird (laughs) in between, you know, like we grow some lilies in June to try and like supplement the focal flowers in those June bouquets until the sunflowers come. So we're doing some lilies, which I think lilies are okay. You know, they, they meet the needs. So we're working with those and we grew foxglove this year and it has been so beautiful. So the bouquets are super unique and I think the customers will love them. You know, you always try something different and you never know, but they they look beautiful. So um, we just finished all the bouquet making and now I get to be here with you. Yeah. Yeah. We, this morning- How about you? Yeah. This morning we've been, um, we actually make stuff for market on Thursdays. So it's our subscription day. So we get out delivered mm-hmm. to all of our wholesale accounts and um, so that they're there, they have them on like a full day on Friday. So um, yeah, we got everything yeah. ready for market and it's been good. Yeah. We've, we're still in that in-between stage too, but we um, are just getting everything mm-hmm. ready for farmer's market and then um, our pick for this weekend. So I'm excited to have people back yes. on the, back on the farm. Yes. Yeah. Is it one of your big, like the nighttime you picks or is it your morning, Saturday morning ones that you're doing? Yeah, just my Saturday morning. Yep. Okay, so we're just good. Yeah, we're, we're calling it light picking, like a soft opening. So I'm just, I get kind of nervous. I'm like, oh, I hope we have enough if people come, yeah. but who knows? You never, you seriously never yeah. know. So. Yeah. I feel like every time I get nervous about not having enough, it always works out fine. Yes. Like I was worried, Nikki bouquets. I'm like, are we going to have enough vocals? I don't know if we are. And then we like busted out the bouquets and it was no problem. So yeah, I try to trust my gut, but it gets, it's still, it is still hard six seasons in not to have like a little bit of self-doubt every once in a while. So. All right. So today we, on today's episode, we're going to talk about how to start, start a CSA subscription. So, um, Shannon and I both run CSAs on our farm and we want to talk about today. So even if we're mid season, like, could you start one for fall? Could you run a fall subscription? Um, or if you have a CSA model, you know, maybe some tweaks that you could make mid season. Um, we're also going to talk about pros and cons of the business model itself. Cause there is some, um, Shannon and I both love them. Um, and you know, it, it is a commitment to do. Um, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to dive in and talk about subscriptions today. So, um, Shannon, you want to start? Yeah, with sure. Your- yeah. So, you know, we've been, we started our subscription our second year and I think this is like, so we, I know you want to talk about, we'll talk about the term CSA 
And for so community supported agriculture is what CSA stands for. So it's generally the term that's used like in the veggie world for like buying a share, which means that you buy into the the company or the farm and then in return you get like the bounty of the season. So the general idea, and this doesn't always happen on our farm, but generally I would say we sell about 75% of our flower shares in the off season. So the idea is, is they invest in the off season and then once the season comes, they get the bounty or if something goes terribly wrong and for whatever reason you don't have a certain crop, then they would also experience that too. I, I really don't feel like – I they don't care really. They, they just want something beautiful So and they like supporting you. So uh, I would say, you know, it is – one of the things that really like catapulted our farm, it's what makes people fall in love with our farm. It's how new people find our farm. Um, because I would say probably about half or so are given as gifts. So the CSA, we use that term for like the first two to three years. I don't, Lindsay, you still use it, right? Yeah, we do. We, yeah, um, yeah. it's, I think using a CSA model is definitely, there's like part of it is education with the customer because you, I, you and I talked about this, I think in another episode and, and one of it was that I think you use bouquet subscription, right? Yeah. So, and I just went last year, I went all in, in CSA and I thought I'm going to get them to understand that it's actually a business model, um, you know, for us that, uh, why we need it and really what the investment and commitment is to them. So I still use the term, but I do say bouquet subscription sometimes, you know, to get, and, and I, I tend to use that more around holidays when it's, um, you know, but what I've also found with the, using the term bouquet subscription is that sometimes people think it's delivered, you know, so there's some confusion with that. So, um, yeah, so I try to go hard with the CSA and still use that. Um, and I also think being in a small town that I'm in is there's there is this sort of community piece to it where it's like you know they're investing in the farm and the agriculture piece that there is like kind of an, an allure to that too. So, yes. um, but yeah, definitely yeah. educational. Yes, one one hundred percent. There's so much customer education that goes on, and I'm. Even to this day, when we use the word subscription, I mean, you're still going to find yourself explaining it <laughs> or people mm -hmm. will be like, what is that flower thing that you guys do? Mm -hmm. You know, and I always know that that's what, <laughs> what they're referencing. Um, but really, it has been such like a blessing to our farm because as we like move into, you know, the five plus years of farming, we're looking at how do we keep employees on year round? How do we now that we are pretty much self-employed on the farm? How do we pay ourselves through the winter? So it really is such an important piece. And if I had to say like the number one reason why if you do not have a CSA, you, you should start one is because it does generate that off-season income when all of our expenses happen. Mm -hmm. In the spring, you know, seeds, tubers, bulbs, corms, all those bills come and before you're even seeing a single flower. So um, that's the number one reason that we still do it here on our farm. Yeah. I think that's uh, the seasonality of our mm -hmm. what we do. It, you really do kind of have to have that offset something where you're just like, it's kind of like being a teacher. You're like, oh, you're, which yeah. I suppose they get their income spread out over 12 months. But you know, it's like, it's like, oh, okay, what do you, what are, where's their, where's their money coming in? Um, always trying to get creative with that. So yeah, the CSA is really, is really nice to help kind of plan mm -hmm. for that. 
Yeah. And so originally, so the the other amazing thing about the CSA is even if you're just starting in your farming farming journey, um, I really do feel like you could literally start with five shares if that's what you felt comfortable with. Um, You could start with one and practice like on your mom or something. (laughs) So I really do think, and, and it is a fine art, like crop planning. And and as you continue to grow over time, you're going to get more comfortable in those things. Um, And then you'll feel more comfortable about allotting, you know, so much for your subscription. So originally when we first started, you know, we just did a summer, like six week subscription when we knew we were going to have sunflowers, zinnias, all the hardy flowers. Um, That's how we first started it. And over time, it has evolved into adding dahlias. So adding a fall subscription and adding spring. So right now, what we do is we have four different varieties of subscriptions, a tulip, tulip and spring, which are four weeks. And then our summer and our fall subscriptions are both six. So that's how we are currently structuring ours. And I, I think I think we finally like f- feel comfortable with that and are going to just continue and try to be consistent with that. How do you structure yours, Lindsay? Yeah. So we do a um, in the spring, we do a four or a six week option. And so that incorporates tulips and all of the, the, the big things. And I actually, um, am going to move away from my four week and only go to six weeks. So, um, but I'll, we can chat about that here in a little bit, but yeah, so I do four and six week in spring. I do eight week for the summer, which basically is basically, July and August. And then we do a Dahlia share only in September. Um, yeah. And then we we actually have one that is an 18-week share. So it's all everything, the whole shebang. Um, and we sold quite a few of those this year. We have a lot of people that would, um, you know, so we're trying to kind of work on this year is retention, uh, you know, customer retention, which I think we're going to chat about in a bit. But yeah, so that's how, and we've changed that. So I used to do bi-weekly I used to do a monthly share. And um, so I've, I've tried a little bit of, of everything with those. But um, what, yeah, where we're at right now, I still don't think we're settled on like the perfect fit for us. Um, but spring is by far our most popular share. Our, ours too. Yeah. Because people just love, I mean, it's like spring has like the flowers that some people only see in their wedding bouquets, you know. So yeah. it really is an amazing share. So we like originally we kind of, I guess I mean, struggled is not the right word. But in spring, we ours used to be six and we bumped it down to four. Um, we were charging $120 for six weeks. So that meant generally the bouquet was a $20 bouquet. It probably was a little bit more than that because we try to make it like have, you know, the seasons first and the best go always go to the subscription members. So in spring, I felt just because the flowers were so premium that the bouquet like felt like a little bit small. You know, when they're used to like my heavy like sunflower bouquets, the the size difference was hard. Um, so that's when we moved it to four weeks and we still charge the 120. So now they're like $30 a bouquet. Um, and that has worked out pretty good. And I felt I could like really stuff it, you know, mm-hmm. so that worked out pretty good. So I know the the four to six weeks, bi- bi-weekly, if I could give any, I, I don't know oh. how people do the bi-weekly. No way. It, it's too hard. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was we were doing monthly. Well, then you, you, what you don't think about at the time of, I'm like, oh, okay, that gives me enough space to kind of plan. But the reality was, um, one, the customer was always buying the lower price point. 
And if they're going to buy the mon- the monthly, they're you know if the other options there and they want to do it, they're going to buy the other larger option if it's not available. Um, and then the other was uh, re- getting them the management of them remembering to pick it up. You know that was the whole yeah biweekly is it did not work for me yeah that was that was something that um, trying to remember and you'd have like a crazy busy week and then an off week and you know it's just better to kind of like every Friday. You know, or whenever your pickup day is that that they're picking up. So the the biweekly shares are what nightmares are made of. Yes. Are definitely what nightmares are made of. Um, You know, because I mean, I will say with the customers and it has taken me a long time to figure it out, but like you almost have to over communicate in an annoying manner. Oh, yeah. Reminders, texts, you know, and when you're doing that biweekly, no one's showing up on the right. I mean, it's a miracle that everyone shows up on Thursdays weekly, you know, Mm -hmm. to pick up theirs, let alone trying to remember every other week and including to us, it was too hard. It was like feast or famine, like a ton of bouquets at one time or no bouquets. So um, I guess I, I, I think if you can swing it, I would totally recommend just keeping it weekly. And if you feel comfortable just making it four weeks or six I think that that would be a, a really good thing. Yeah. I think – did you do one the first year? Did you have a CSA? I did not do one the first year. It was year two that we did it. Okay. Yeah, I did one year one, and I mm-hmm. had a lot of anxiety over yes. it. And I think I had nine, nine people in my share. <laughs> yes. And um, – <laughs> They were all my mom's friends. So that's, you know, so I felt like there was one, I remember one week I was like, yeah, I don't think. And I was designing all of them, you know, yes. it's just so yes. funny. It's just so funny. <laughs> and then I was thinking the last week I was like, oh yeah, I should be, I should just like, these are really pretty, just all mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> like I should have been doing, you know, like all the flowers, yes. you know, just yes. different colors. And it was like, oh my gosh. So I wish I learned a lot. Like I learned yes. that through there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also, it's just funny to think that, um, yeah, just, just the whole process of it. I'm like, why did I put myself through that and think I had to do it because I saw it, somebody else doing it on Instagram, yes. you know, but yeah. like, oh, yeah. it's just, you know, we're good. We survived. Yeah. You know what? I mean, there is like some anxiety with it because, you know, when people pay ahead for something, there's an expectation that they're going to receive it. So, um, you know, once you take their money, like you better give them a bouquet. And I have never once ever had to say, oh, sorry, we didn't have them. Have I moved a date, a start date back? Yeah. You know, I, I typically make the tulip in the spring um, shares like to be determined. That way, you know, what, whatever mother nature deals with us in that moment, um, we can figure out a start date, which is like a whole confusing piece even for some customers still. So um, I think the more consistent that you can keep it, the the better. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would if, agree with that. Yeah. And if we're talking, so, I mean, just in the past couple years, we have added some different like regional pickup spots, which have been really good. Do you, you, you drop some, don't you? Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have a, we had a in-town location and that was one of the changes we made. We had a Marietta pickup location, a farm pickup location, and they didn't open until 11. And so it was really it was holding us back for our entire day, essentially, because we couldn't get in there. The share was growing. It became kind of like a, a larger commitment to them. So we just have two pickup locations now. We have our farm and we have a – we're right on the Ohio River, so we have a West Virginia pickup location. Oh, oh that yeah, that's nice. Too, so. Yeah. I mean, I do think like if you're looking to expand, you know, if you just are 
I would definitely start just picking up at your farm or wherever it is that you feel comfortable. Um, but over the past couple years, we went to like more regional pickup points. Our farm is still like our the Hartville Uniontown pickup. Um, but right now we probably have maybe six or so other pickup points. And we just picked like coffee shops, bakeries, places that are looking for that walk-in income. And then we uh, drop those drop them there on Thursday mornings and people come pick up from like noon to, to eight or nine typically. So that that's worked out really good. And it's been a way for us to expand each season. Um, we're doing anywhere between like 125 and 150 shares. So that really like geographically like really expanded where our CSA it can be. Um, and those other little businesses, they always get an extra bouquet. So We'll provide everyone who signed up a bouquet plus one extra for the for the local business for having to deal with the customers. So it, mm-hmm. it, it seemed to work out really good. So th- that's been really good. And we've been able to generate a lot of extra income that way. So it's been nice. Yeah. So um, the as far as your subscription, do you guys do a subscription guide? Because I just started doing one. Um mm-hmm. For mine. So like we talk about the onboarding. I think one of the things you talked about or you mentioned too is that a lot of the customers are their gifts for yes. them. So there's always a lot of explaining um, when they get it. They're confused when it starts. I, I do the TBD like date with mine too because it's like, you know, this this spring we were – it was different. You know, it was – we were about two weeks behind and some stuff. So um, meaning because of mother nature and, you know, not because of us, but it, as far as the communicating that to them. So I, what I did last year was I made sort of like a little handbook or a welcome book is what we actually call it, um, for that customer to be gifted. Um, and we send that out with our first email, um, you know, so that they know like, Hey, this is what you're getting. It's also something they can, you know, they can print, but the over communication piece, like you're talking, it's like, we, we do the handbook. We, it's, people don't read, they can't park <laughs> and they don't read. Those are two. Th- I mean, it's just the truth. I'm not, I'm just yeah. telling you. Um, but yeah, so do you guys do a subscription? Do you do a guide as well? Yeah. Cause you know, I would say, you know, we were answering like a lot of the same consistent questions like, well, what's in it? You know, what flowers come in it? All that kind of stuff. So what the way that we did it, our subscription guide is we just make it a free download. Um, so they download the guide and it basically says, okay, in spring, these are the f- the flowers and it has some pictures of the flowers because, I mean, really, like, people have not even seen or they don't even know the flowers that I'm listing off. So we just took pictures and made, like, a more of, like, a visual guide um, that tells them, hey, these this is what no pr- – obviously, you have to, you know, all the disclaimers, like, hey, this is not guaranteed to be in your bouquet every week, but these are some of the different options. And that, and that has really helped. And we um, – Along with a guide, like if they were to buy it for a gift, we just have like a card that says has all the details on the back. So when they gift it, the people can say, okay, I'm picking up here on this date. And and that has kind of helped. I mean, there is no getting around confusion about pickups. Mm -hmm. I, um, I, we try, we really do. I mean, we try 
try everything. So Mm -hmm. I think the more that you can communicate and the easier it is for other people to communicate what it is that they sign. Like we'll have husbands get them for their wives and they'll be like, oh, like we have a customer who's like, yeah, I told my wife to come get it, but she never did. Yeah. So <laughs> we've had, so, we've, you get it all. I mean, you really yes. do. You get like, I didn't know what pickup location I chose at checkout, yes. um, you know, which is, and it's like, it's just a part of having the CSA. And, um, you know, so we do try, I've even considered going back through our shares are, um, our summer, sh- or excuse me, our spring share is about 125. Um, our summer is about 100. They kind of slowly drop off as the season goes. I think that's partially, um, my effort in marketing too, because I'm just like, there's too much other stuff. Um, but the, yeah. So that being said, it's like, we've tried to think like, okay, can we go through and say like, Hey, Sarah, this is your whatever pickup date. Or, you know, this is your pickup share location, but it's, um, yeah, it, there is no way around it. You're right. It is hard. They, and sometimes they think the, the change, the pickup location is interchangeable. We've had that happen before. Yeah, I mean, I would say like I would say my number one frustration with having the subscription is that piece. I mean, every week, oh my gosh, the first week of any subscription is always such a nightmare because people are like showing up at the wrong places and I've got the ice cream shop calling me and be like, hey, so-and-so showed up and Mm -hmm. she's not on the list. And I'm like, well, she's supposed to pick up at another spot, you know, just like dealing with all that stuff and, you know. Obviously, one thing that you will definitely have to consider is boundaries with your CSA because, you know, we run into it like, oh, well, I'm so sorry. I'm so busy. I didn't get over there to pick it up. Can I come tomorrow? So, like, generally, we'll instruct all of our pickup locations to keep them for Friday. So, the pickup's supposed to be on Thursday. Friday, they can keep it for one extra day, but Saturday morning, if they haven't picked up, like the employees can have them. So um, some people like show up on Monday or they'll come to the farm on Monday looking for them. I'd be like, I'm sorry, like it, it's, it's in the cooler, but it's pretty much half dead at this point because you didn't come get it. So I used to make them a new bouquet, but mm-hmm. now I'm making them two bouquets for the price of one. So I really have had to be super strict on that. Um, and, you know, probably lost a few, a few customers because of that. Um, but I feel like the ones who get it, get it. And it's just completely effortless. You know, it's like you spend all your time on just a teeny tiny percentage and everyone else is like so thrilled. They're raving about you to everybody. So I just, you know, try and keep that all in perspective. Yeah. The other with, um, you're talking about boundaries with that is, um, when they, want to switch for vacation. That's something that I actually have had to say like, oh, can you just hold it for a couple weeks? And then, and they don't understand. I, I, I appreciate somebody that is willing to ask for what they want or what they need. Right. Um, but at the same time for us to manage those, cause I did it for years up until this year. And I have been really, um, I, I was very frustrated every time it would happen because I have so many things up until recently I was working a full-time job trying to remember, you know, oh, so-and-so needs a bouquet switch this week and we're going to send two to the pickup and we don't need to make one. It's a lot. I mean, even just one person in the, the most of it was that it wasn't just one person asking, you know, so you would kind of try to manage that in a customer service way. And like you said, I have probably lost some customers over it um, with, with being more firm. 
But, you know, I've tried to be in my handbook um, playful with it. You know, my welcome book to say, like, where where is the frequently asked question? Can I switch weeks? And, you know, I'm like, hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm codependent. I'm a people pleaser. But no, like, you know, it's like I want to be nice. I want to say yes to all of you, but I really cannot. I can't for my own sanity because um, I want to be 100% myself when I show up for a workshop or a you pick event. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it d- boundaries are hard. It's like I feel they like are. we could have a whole series <laughs> on yeah. it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think it's just more you know handling in a way, and I, we've kind of settled on the on the customer service response of hey, like we completely understand any frustration. However, it's just I have too many people in the CSA to manage these one-offs. So we'll just say if you're going to be gone, we'd really appreciate if you just gifted it to someone. They can just show up and give your name and it would be no no problem at all. Generally that they're like, oh, okay, I didn't even think about that. And then they're fine. But mm-hmm. um, it is, it, it's hard. It's hard because you don't want to say no. Um, but I feel like we'll have our sanity if, if we continue, if we mm-hmm. just keep holding that boundary. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really good, it's a good opportunity for if they gift it to mm-hmm. give somebody else a chance to get your flowers. I mean, we've gotten customers from that exchange as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I have some customers who buy like two or three of them and then they're keeping one and gifting the other two. It's just really sweet. And I really do love seeing the CSA customers. Like we still have our farm as a pickup. So Judd and I still try if we're not out about doing like some of the kids activities to hang out because when they pick on farm pickup, it's because they want to interact with Judd and I, the kids, they want to stop and see the goats and have that whole experience. So I just think that's still like an important part. And we'll probably always offer our farm in some way, shape or form as a pickup for those people who are really craving that kind of um, experience with it. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah. So do you have a I th- you do, right? You have a members only night? Yes. So if we're talking about perks and stuff, I, so like I always try to say like, hey, you're investing us in the off season. So you get the bounty during the season plus a few perks. So our two big perks are a CSA members only evening, a sunset farm walk is what we call it. And where they show up and we have like last year we did now we weren't able to have it during COVID couple COVID years, but, um, Last year we did have it and we have like wine and snacks and then we just like walk the farm and I really does – people love it. They get to interact really intimately with Judd and I and they get to ask questions. They get to learn how we grow. I mean Judd like shows off his – cultivator and the in they really do learn like the why or like and truly be, get a greater understanding of what it takes like when we're handing them a bouquet like it all the work that went into that so they really do just like further just connects them to you um so that has been really good and people love experiencing the farm so that has been a win-win and Jed and I enjoy it too and then we also offer a one-hour free photography session as part of the subscription. So generally, we charge $100 an hour for photography in the farm. So, I mean, that's $100 value and our shares are 120 So yeah. that, that's like an easy low output thing for us. You know, we just schedule them at night when we're not working and it's pretty easy peasy. So I felt like that's been a good one and people really do love that perk. So are they scheduling with you then like for the mm-hmm. 
so they bring their own photographer and they can just come and use the farm for an hour or however long. Wow. So, mm -hmm. and it's so, it's seriously easy. I mean, you know, like some photographers take advantage, but generally sometimes it's like moms with their iPhones and sometimes it's like a whole like professional photography family session, um, family session down there. And another thing about the pictures, it's like, they're going to post the pictures on their social media and then they're going to tag the farm and people are going to be like, oh my gosh, where is that place? And then it's like a way to just like keep increasing that web of people who know you or know your name. Um, So the hardest part has been just managing all the who's showing up when so that, you know, if there's somebody strange in our flower fields, we know who it is. So Mm -hmm. um, that's really been, but I, I would say only really half of our CSA members even use it. Mostly the young families or are the main ones using it. Yeah, that was my next question because mm-hmm. that's something that I've I went away from those little one-offs with the photography. So I also share I live on the farm but I also so do my parents. So there is some um there's some balancing of what's okay, you know, that I have to run past my family um, or my mom and dad to make sure that they're comfortable with it and there's been some of that where it's like, you know, you just kind of want your property to yourself. So we do day only rentals. Um, so for, um, photographers, so they can do many sessions. So, um, we did our perks when I did the, the member only, like the guide, I don't even know what I'm calling it. I'm calling it something different every time I'm talking about it. (laughs) Your welcome pack. My welcome pack. I like that. Okay. My welcome book. So we do, um, this year for the first time we are doing a member only night and I'm a little Ooh. nervous. I'm like, how many Why? people are we going to get? I mean, that's no, it's like... only a small percentage. Oh, really? I yeah, imagine it's like... not everybody. Okay. Okay. So I, I'm thinking we're going to do, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to do like, they can meet the team and do like snacks and have drinks and stuff like that and let them kind of be there. Sort of like an open house is what we're imagining. Um, and then, I'm going, we do also an apparel discount. So we have a huge apparel, I don't know, following. Is that a thing? They just love buying our shirts, um, which is so sweet. So we did a discount for that online. And then they get um, first release to all of our workshops, except our design and dine. That's the only one we don't. Um, So they get early release on all of that stuff. So that kind of feels like like you said, it's a, it's a perk. It's an added perk to what they're investing in, in the farm. Um, so yeah, I'll keep you posted on the member only yeah, night. Have to let me know. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we have a like 120 or five or so members for each season. I think we maybe had a hundred people. I mean, my, like my reach is like a little further cause it's all over Stark County. It's more people who don't already know and visit the farm. They're like really curious about it. So they show up. So I would say the most we've ever had is like 75 people. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Okay. And we, well, we, we kind of make them RSVP. So we'll send out an invite and be like, hey, can you RSVP so we can make sure we have enough food and wine and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I think you'll like it. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Now mm-hmm. we get like mm-hmm. big turnout sometimes for our evening you pick. So I'm like, that's why I'm yeah. like, okay. How many people? Do we need a flagger for traffic? (laughs) No, I think you should be good. I think it'll be perfect. And I really think like, hey, that that like buy local movement is growing and those perks, all they do is just connect, connect them closer to you, connect them closer to your to your flowers. 
and understanding that process is so important. And I, they always, I always get the most compliments about it. And I have the same people. Some people come every single year and are like, this is the best thing ever. We always look forward to it. So it really does help foster that connection um, when they get to come and experience you and the flowers. So once you get your customers and they love your flowers, we typically do two things. This is what I would at least recommend. So um, at the end of their, at the end of the season, we have been doing, and I was very inspired by Corinna Bench over at my digital farmer because she does a whole retention series for her veggie CSA. And what we did was at the end of the season, we start while they have our flowers, while they're like loving everything about their um, their bouquet that week, we send um, a code out to them to try and retain them for the following year. So I've had to kind of get my butt into gear and have all my details for the following year ready to go in like mid-September. And then I start doing an email drip campaign, campaign to all of my customers um, for that year being like, hey, you know, this is like, this is advanced notice. You guys get the first dibs on next year's CSAs. And if you, um, if, if you choose to purchase one next year, you can use this 10% off code at checkout. And this is the only time we're discounting the shares. Because we used to like do a discount at Christmas or like a 10% off code at Christmas and 10% off code at Valentine's Day. So we made it this year so that we do not discount it at all. So the only time you can get a discount is that that 10% at retention. So um, we've done it different ways. We've given a percentage. We have um, two years ago, we did like, we gave them a bloom box to like come to our flower stand for a bouquet, which is like a $20 value. Um, that's been good. People love that. Cause sometimes if they're giving it a gift, they tuck the bloom box in with their card and be like, Hey, like we got this gift for you. Here's, you can get, stop and get a bouquet at their flower stand. Um, so that has been really good. It's just like distributing them all is a big job, but it, that has been great. So I think re- retaining them while it's, they're fresh, and they are currently enjoying your flowers is a really is a really good thing, and it made a big difference. What about you, Lindsay? Yeah. Um, so we retention has been all over the place for us, and I think a lot of it is because of now we have our loyal following, right? That it's like every year they get it. They are the ones that like they're kind of the free marketing. Well, not free, but marketing for us. Um, but I think the uh, this is the first year that I've really paid attention to what the actual retention numbers are, you know? So, um, and so the efforts, we do that same thing sort of with the, um, we don't discount it. We sort of like trickle it out to them, give them the first option. But I'm kind of thinking about that because truly um, we don't, dis- I've never discounted our shares or our flowers, like not once. And it was for me, it was because I thought, I don't want them to think, um, you know, okay, it's, you know, they're going to hold out for a certain discount or for a certain sale. And it's like, well, it's really not any cheaper for me. You know, it's like, we, it really is a loss, right? Of when you're taking it. But I'm thinking about this. I just wrote it down when you said it, because I'm like, I think that's a really good idea um, to help with retention. Um, we could also do a, you know, a gift card or something maybe for our UPIC. Um, So we're always trying to drive people there. That would be a good idea. It's just like, hey, here's an extra, like, if you sign up, whatever. So I'm trying, I'm kind of going through that. So I, to say, as far as like retention, we haven't really done any efforts to retain those customers other than 
I think providing beautiful flowers. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to add for that other than I think those ideas are great and I'll, I'll keep you posted. Um, cause we really are watching, we're trying to really want to hit, um, like 75% retention. Cause right now we're about 40%. Um, yeah, which I would say, it, yeah, and we're, we're about 50. So that seems right. I mean, yeah. pretty close. Yeah. And it's a financial thing. I get it. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's always reasons why people do it or don't do it um, mm-hmm. for those. But yeah, I don't know. I'll keep you posted. I'm excited to to see what to see what we turn numbers wise next year. Yeah. And as far as marketing, how are you marketing your CSA? Other like obviously to the email list through the newsletter and that kind of stuff. Is it just social or do you doing anything else at pop-ups, at markets? What do you do? Yeah. So we always discuss it during our workshops. That's something that we always talk about. But it's when you said that flower thing, what's that flower thing you do? We, that's exactly how they say it. It's exactly spot on. Yeah. What is that flower thing? Um, so we email marketing is really my baby. I, I send my, a weekly email out to my customers. Um, and so we always do a release. We always release them on Black Friday. So that's sort of our, we get them opened up for the next season. Um, and we kind of hit it hard. So, and then I do a closeout date on it. So we kind of build up to it. And so we've got like, you know, you kind of ramp it up and hype the experience for people. And then we we have a release date and then we close it out on those. So um, we'll keep the summer shares open, but spring we we have a hard close date on it. And I think that really does help with the with kind of that with the marketing side. Um, and we typically open it um, and we close it around Valentine's Day. That's right after Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, something that I heard on one of Corinna's podcasts is, and we're doing this this year, is trying to get some photos of our cus- our actual customers picking up flowers on our farm because customers like want to see themselves in your marketing, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, what would it be like if I came to pick up flowers each week and treated myself? So we're going to try and include like more customer photos, obviously with the right permissions and all that. So we're going to be trying that this year um, for some of my marketing this fall to see how that works. So we're going to try that, you know, obviously social and word of mouth and everywhere we go, we're talking about it for the most part. So um, it really is just such a great part of our business and it keeps growing each year, which I really couldn't ask for any more. So mm-hmm. if you had to give advice uh, to any first-time farmer, first-time person thinking about, hey, like I would really like to do this, I guess, what would you say, Lens? Oh, if you're going to start a CSA, because um, what I wish I would have done differently would have been simplifying my share offerings. That would probably... That I would say that would be my advice is just simplify what you are offering as far as, you know, just have a share, which is what I honestly am moving towards. I'm I'm feeling a little scared to do it yet, but I want to have just one 18-week share um, because that is 
my time, you know, when you think you're offering one thing and you're getting, you're really good at it, the communication is really clear. So you think about this spring subscription that we offer and then summer and then fall, customers who have been gifted a summer share or a Dahlia share, they're confused when they start to see the spring stuff come up. So um, I really just want to simplify what we're offering to our customers because I think it's going to be a better experience for them. So what if I had you know, 118 week shares. Um, Because I think it's possible. I just need to, we're just, we're working towards it. Um, I've been a little bit scared to pull the trigger, but yeah, that's what we're working towards. So I would say simplify your offering um, because it's going to simplify your life. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, I would say if I'm thinking about advice, and I I know we really that really dove deep into this earlier, but just to reiterate is over-communicating And it goes to what you're saying, Lindsay, simplifying what you have so that it really is easy to understand. People know the expectations. They know it's a two-way commitment. That's something I always say. It's a two-way commitment. You know, we have to provide you flowers and you have to pick them up. So it's um, just really setting boundaries. And I know we both live on our farm. So... And we have a pickup spot that's our farm. So there's just boundaries that have to be... um, have to be had. And I really think if I would have changed one thing from the beginning, I wouldn't have been trying to be so incredibly accommodating um, at the beginning. And it kind of created some bad bad habits with my customers that when we finally had to say no, it, it kind of hurts. So um, I would say I would say boundaries, I definitely think. But I would definitely say it's a worthy model. It's a great income stream off season. And it's something that you can start very small and grow as you become more comfortable in your growing and your crop planning expertise. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much. I really hope that you all felt a little bit of inspiration today to get out there and start your own CSA. Your customers are going to thank you for it. And your bank account in the winter will also be thanking you as well. So thank you so much for joining us. If you loved what you're hearing and enjoyed having this little chat with Lindsay and I, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and then you will not miss out on any future episodes. And if you would leave us a review, we would appreciate that so much. Um, Your review really helps us get into more people's earbuds. And for one lucky Dirt on Flowers insider, Next month, we're going to be offering a free 15-minute on-air coaching call. You can talk to Lindsay and I about whatever you want, ask any questions, all your burning questions. But in order to be considered for that, you have to leave a review. So at the beginning of July, we will be looking at all the reviews and choosing that person. So if you're interested in doing that, please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. So If you would want to chat more with us, ask questions about farming, about CSAs, or any of our previous episodes, head over to our Instagram at Dirt on Flowers and drop us a comment or a message. So thank you so much for joining us with another episode, and we'll see you at the same time, same place next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.